Hello, friend. Today's going to be a great episode. I'm going to share with you all about preparing your body, soul, and spirit for childbirth. So whether you are a pregnant mama that's expecting a baby right now, or you're hoping someday to be pregnant and to be having your own babies, or you have already had your babies and you're just interested in birth, this episode is for you. Hey, beautiful. Welcome to the Rejoicing in Motherhood podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Vossler, and I'm thrilled to spend some time chatting with you and bring an inspiration, encouragement, and joy to your day. I'm a mom of eight kids, and I believe that motherhood is the greatest calling in the world. It is holy kingdom work, and God has not only called us, but also equipped us for this valiant mission, raising and training the next generation of mighty men and women of God. Every week, I will encourage, inspire, and equip you to really rejoice in the glorious, God-given calling of motherhood. At the end of each episode, I'll answer your questions and share tips and lifesavers that I've learned and keep learning as I raise my tribe. So come on, let's get started. Hey friend, welcome to the Rejoicing in Motherhood podcast. I'm Kirsten, and I'm so glad you're here today. This is going to be a really fun episode. I absolutely love so much talking about birth, and I love giving birth, which is awesome because I'm about to have my ninth baby any day as I'm recording this. And so I thought it would be appropriate to spend a few episodes just chatting about birth and preparing for birth and some of the things that we do in our family surrounding birth and having babies. So here we are today, and we're going to talk today all about preparing for birth from a holistic perspective, from talking about not only preparing our bodies, but also our spirits and our souls for the big miracle of birth and postpartum. Before we begin, if you are not signed up for my email list and you would like to be, let me tell you how to do that. You just go to kirstenvossler.com forward slash newsletter, and there will be a link there where you can just enter your email and sign right up. If you're interested in hearing about my birth story, when we have our baby, all of that stuff, that's going to be going out in the email. And now let's dive right in how to prepare your body, soul, and spirit for birth and postpartum. First of all, birth is so exciting. And preparing for birth is not just a physical thing, but it also is impacting our souls and our spirits. So we want to prepare every part of our being for the miracle of birth and for the blessing of having a child, whether it's your very first baby or like me, it's my ninth baby, or anywhere in between or beyond. So today I'm excited to share with you some of the things I've been doing to prepare for our precious baby's arrival. And I'm gonna share some key resources I recommend in every category. And so you'll wanna be sure to go check out the show notes so you can see the complete list and with links to all the things that I'm suggesting, things that I like and things that you might enjoy as well. 
Now we see over and over again throughout scripture that our spirits, our souls, and our bodies are all integrated. And we know this just from living our lives as well. So these all are going to have very many areas of overlap, but I've split them up into the three categories just for the sake of talking about them. So let's start with our body. And before I start on that, I have to just make a disclaimer. This is not to be taken as medical advice. These are my own personal opinions. An important way to prepare our bodies is to take care of ourselves. This can be everything from taking naps when you're tired, to being sure you're getting nutrient-dense food, to taking quality supplements related to your specific health, drinking pure water, getting enough electrolytes, getting minerals, getting vitamins, getting fresh fruits and vegetables, eating plenty of good quality meat. Those kind of things are all going to benefit and bless our bodies as our bodies are growing this new person. Another aspect of the body is movement and activity. Now, I have to admit that this is an area that I can tend to struggle with. I am not like a big fan of exercise for the sake of exercise. So for me, it actually really helps me to have something that's fun to do, something that I enjoy. One thing that I did in this pregnancy is I got together with my neighbor and we took walks nearly every day for quite a while. And it was so refreshing because we were not only walking, moving our bodies, getting some good exercise, but we also had time to talk and to chat and connect. So that is one way that I was able to kind of take something that wouldn't necessarily always be my favorite thing and turn it into something that was fun and something that I looked forward to. Another key aspect is pelvic floor health. Now, I'm going to beat this drum because it has made such a drastic change in my in my whole life. So our pelvic floor supports basically our whole body. It's kind of wild. And we don't think about it all that much unless it starts bothering us, unless there's something wrong. But it is so important. So after I had my third baby, I had so much pain just like moving my hips, moving around in pregnancy for my third pregnancy was so uncomfortable. And I found out after having the baby, it didn't really go away. And I found out that I had something called symphysis pubis dysfunction. My pelvic floor was very weak. And so it was just allowing too much separation. And so it was causing me a lot of pain. And I hear this from so many moms. But what I was able to do was I was able to see a pelvic floor physical therapist. And she helped me to know some really good, simple exercises to do, some simple things I could change and adjust. And when I did them, I have to say it literally changed my life because I went from being in pain so much to being able to totally function normally, to be able to have no more pain through any more of my pregnancies. And I'm still careful to occasionally kind of brush up on the exercises that she showed me because I don't ever want to experience that pain again. <laughs> so if you have any kind of 
thought that you may have SPD, I would so highly recommend for you to talk with your midwife, talk with your OB, talk with a friend who may have information and connect with a pelvic floor specialist so that you also can be free from that because it is life-changing. And then finally, in the body section, I cannot recommend enough to take a great birth class so that you know how your body works and how labor and birth work. Because let's be honest with ourselves, for most of us who live in the Western world, we don't have a whole lot of experience with birth. I had never seen a birth before I had my own first child. I was sort of aware of how it worked, but I barely knew anything. And honestly, everything that's shown in TV and media is just not the way it is. And so I just recommend so much to take a great birth class, not just the class at the hospital that's going to tell you what they're recommending for different times, but a birth class that will actually teach you about your own body that will walk you through, this is what's going to be happening. These are the hormones that are in play. This is what's going on in your body with your baby. This is how your body and your baby are working together to have this birth. And it will be so, so beneficial. I like to say that the birth class that my husband and I took with our first baby changed our lives. And I really, really think it did. I know that sounds dramatic, but see, I didn't know anything about birth and my husband really didn't know anything about birth. And when we went together and we learned together, it gave us so much peace and so much confidence that we could do this, that my body was capable, that he was able to support me. And it just turned our first birth and all these subsequent births into such a beautiful partnership and connection between the two of us. And I am so glad that I have an awesome birth class that I can recommend to every single one of you. It is called Birthing Bravely Academy, and it was created by my friend Sam Legasic from Empowered Womanhood. And if you want to hear more from her, she was actually a guest on the Rejoicing in Motherhood podcast in episode 27. So go check out episode 27 if you want to hear a little bit of Sam's story. And she has a wonderful birth class. Birthing Bravely Academy will teach you all about birthing from a body perspective, from a spirit perspective, and from a soul perspective. Sam is a trusted, wonderful Christian woman. She's one of my delightful, trusted friends. And she even has a podcast called Empowered Womanhood. And you can listen to some of her birth stories and you can listen to some of her things that she recommends for pregnancy and other things as well book in this category that I love is called Ina May's Guide to Childbirth by Ina May Gaskin. Now, Ina May is one of the kind of matriarch midwives, I would say, in the United States. And she has a different spiritual perspective than I do. But I really, really value her work, and I really appreciate her perspective on childbirth. So that book for me has been very influential in just how I look at birth, how I see it as just a really normal part of life, and I highly recommend it. 
The last book I want to recommend is called Real Food for Pregnancy by Lily Nichols, and she goes over a great deal of really quality nutritional information and talks all about how to feed ourselves when we're preparing for pregnancy, when we're pregnant, and even after. Okay, let's move on to the soul. Our soul is our mind, our will, and our emotions. And so when we are preparing our souls, our minds, will, and emotions for birth, here are some of the things that might come up. First of all, we need to deal with fear. Fear can be such a hindrance in childbirth. Pregnancy and birth often bring up a lot we might not even realize is under the surface. And sometimes it's not only related to birth. When you get these feelings and you're like, I don't know where this comes from, but I need to deal with this. Spend some time journaling, praying, listen to what Jesus has to say to you about everything. And really take time to hear and to work through anything he brings up. You might want to share it with your husband. You might want to talk with a trusted friend or a counselor, someone who can kind of help you walk through the mental and emotional stuff that you need to deal with while you're pregnant. I heard somebody say once that pregnancy is a time when it ju- that just stirs up all the feelings, all the things. And it's our job as mothers to dig into those things while we're pregnant so we don't have to carry so much weight into motherhood, which I think is really wise advice. Another aspect of caring for our souls is just take time to quiet your mind, your will, and your emotions and recognize the beauty of the season that you're in. You know, pregnancy seems really long, but then all of a sudden it's over and we're on to a new season. So try to take some time to press into the season that you're in, in pregnancy. I remember being early pregnant this time with my ninth baby and just feeling like this is going to take forever. (laughs) It feels like it when it goes and, you know, starts in December and goes all the way through the year into September. It's just like, wow, this is long time. But you know what? I'm at the very end now and it's nearly over. This particular pregnancy is nearly over. And then I'm going to have a new newborn and we're going to be starting to find a new normal. It's going to be a totally different season and I won't be pregnant anymore for a while. So take that time to appreciate where you're at and take it from me as a mom of many children who's been pregnant many times. Soul work is even more important than your baby registry. Putting together a baby registry is so much fun. But honestly, if you take as much time to pour into your own soul, into your mind, will, and emotions, and take care of yourself in that way, that will actually benefit you even more than all the little bassinets and all the little booties and all the cute little stuff that your baby is going to receive. So here are some resources that I love for preparing our souls. The One Minute Pause app, which you may have heard me talk about before. It's from John Eldridge. It is a free app on both Apple and Android. Just check it out. Look up One Minute Pause. And I will have a link in the show notes for this as well. This is such a wonderful tool. 
There are several different pauses you can take, and basically, it's just a very short one-minute guided meditation, essentially, to quiet your soul, to give everything you're thinking and feeling to Jesus, and just to allow the Lord to speak to you for a minute. And you can set it to send you a reminder whenever you want, (laughs) every day or twice a day if you want. And it's just a beautiful way to be able to take a breath, take a minute, and just pause in the Lord's presence. The other thing I'm going to recommend, and I will have a link for this, is a a little short webinar that I was able to be a part of earlier this year called Birthing from a Position of Peace with Leslie Burris. Now, this woman is so much fun. I follow her on Instagram, and I will have her Instagram linked and also this little birth class that she did. But she has given birth live on Instagram, I think twice. And she just has such a beautiful testimony of really learning how to live from a position of peace. And this year, just a couple months ago, she designed a short birth class, a little webinar, where she's going to teach other mamas how to birth from a position of peace. It was lovely. It was very inspiring for me, even though I've been through birth a bunch of times, and I really appreciated it. So check that out if you want to. Finally, let's talk about our spirits. We want to fill our spirits with truth. We have got to believe what God says about birth, about babies, about the blessings of the womb, and catch his perspective on our births. Some of the really pra- some really practical ways we can do this is to declare scripture over yourself. I have made some scripture cards for myself that I read over and declare over myself to fill my spirit during pregnancy and birth. And this is what I did. I went through and I wrote down a bunch of different scriptures that related to birth, but instead of just writing them down, I put myself in them. So for example, in Psalms, there's a verse that says, Lord, you are the one that carried me from my mother's womb. So I just shifted it to say, Lord, you will carry my baby from my womb. In the show notes, I will put a list of some of the scriptures that I did and how I changed them so that I'm I'm saying it from my own perspective to the Lord or declaring something over myself through these scriptures. And that is such a great way to prepare, to get those things into our spirits daily. You want to build your spirit, man. Connect with the Lord in deep ways so that you can access those places again in your labor and in postpartum. And if some of these thoughts and ideas that the Lord shows you or these scriptures are new to you, just check them out and let them kind of percolate in your in your spirit for a little bit. We have to renew our minds because our culture and sometimes our experience will tell us things that aren't actually biblically true. And so it's really important that we focus in and we connect with what the Lord is actually saying and not just believe everything we've heard or everything we've seen. Because it is so important to really connect with him, to get into the word, and to allow ourselves the openness 
to hear what he has to say. Some great resources I have for you in this area are a book called Supernatural Childbirth by Jackie Mize. It's just a tiny little book. It was written, I think, in the 80s because I think my mom read it when she was pregnant with me. Now, this little book has a bunch of great birth stories, and she shares some really sound biblical teaching on childbirth, how Jesus has taken away the curse of pain and childbirth from women when he died on the cross, and also some wonderful prayers that you can pray over yourself and your baby. Another resource I like is Birth in God's Presence podcast. This podcast doesn't have new episodes, but there is a wealth of episodes already there that you can go back and listen to. And these are birth stories with such a beautiful spiritual perspective. And another resource that comes from the same lady who does the Birth in God's Presence podcast is called A Heavenly Welcome. And she has a bunch of audio tracks that you can listen to. There are scriptures for birth. There are declarations to make over yourself and your body. There's a whole track to help you relax with the Holy Spirit. Um, It's really special. So I think you might actually really enjoy that. I have used that audio track for several of my babies in preparing for birth, and it's just been a lovely way to kind of turn it on, sometimes when I'm going to bed at night, and just relax and just think about my baby and what's coming and how wonderful it's going to be, and really resting my spirit and soul and my body in the Lord. Okay, let's talk about postpartum. So postpartum just means after the baby. First, number one is to rest. (laughs) Rest, because you have been through a lot. No matter how or where you birth your baby, it is a big job and your body is ready to rest. So rest as much as you can. A couple things I just wanna mention that I didn't know initially and I've learned that have helped me so much in this postpartum season is recognize that there is a major hormone drop on day three. This usually coincides with approximately when your breast milk is coming in also. So it could be day two and a half, it could be day four, but it's usually right around day three, there's a giant hormone drop and it can make you feel kind of crazy or it can make you feel very weepy or make you feel kind of claustrophobic or something and you're kind of like, what is happening? I don't know what's going on. It took me until baby number four to realize what was happening, (laughs) to learn about it. And when I did, I decided to take some extra supplements on those days right after birth, and it helped me so much. So this is what I've done. And again, this is not medical advice. This is just what has worked for me. This is my opinion. I took extra vitamin D. I took extra calcium magnesium because magnesium is very calming. I took extra fish oil because that is also a mood booster. And I also supplemented with some B12 and rest. (laughs) Have I mentioned that yet? Another thing that we can do postpartum that seems so simple, it almost seems unbelievable, is just sitting with your baby, 
resting with your baby and smelling their little baby smell, smelling their little heads, it actually relaxes you. And there are actually pheromones in a baby's head that when you breathe them in, it creates this intense bond between you and your baby. This is amazing because everybody knows that the smell of a newborn baby is the best smell in the universe. And it just so happens that it is a very bonding situation when you're just sitting with your baby resting on your chest and you're smelling their head. And don't forget to rest. Another thing that can be helpful postpartum is to journal or talk to a trusted friend if you've got things you feel like you need to work through whether they're happy things or things that feel kind of confusing. I remember especially having with my first baby, and it was probably, you know, around day two or three when I was dealing with this stuff. But I just had so many things, so many thoughts and so many feelings, and I needed to process them with someone. And my mom happened to be around, and she was there for me to talk to. And I talked about things with my husband too. But sometimes it helps to talk to another mom who's been through this and who is who you trust. So whatever you need to work through, just work through it. It will be okay. And finally, I just want you to know that you will reach a new normal. This postpartum season that so has so much fluctuation, so many changes, it's just like every day is a totally different situation. This is not forever. This postpartum season is not forever. It is wonderful. And honestly, the more babies I've had, the better I'm getting at resting more. And I know I've said that about 16 times now, but it makes such a big difference. The more I rest, the better I feel. And the more I enjoy that tiny newborn baby, because The truth is those little tiny newborn babies do not last. They grow up and then they're cute little six-month-olds, you know, and they're on a completely different schedule and they're doing totally different things. So it's not forever. It's going to be okay. And I just want you to know friend to friend that you're going to make it. So my friend, I hope this was helpful for you today, and I'm excited to talk to you again next week about another aspect of having babies. So my friend, today I bless you with peace, peace that passes all understanding, that the shalom of heaven would be over your home, would be over your heart, would be over your mind, your spirit, soul, and body would be reflective of the peace of the Lord in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks so much for joining me for this episode of Rejoicing in Motherhood. You will find show notes and more encouragement on this topic at kirstenvossler.com. Have a wonderful week. And remember, everything in this life is holy kingdom work. You are doing it, friend. You make the very heart of God rejoice. Keep going. I love you lots, and I'll talk to you again very soon.